the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I did not uh, formulate any New Year's resolutions this year. I don't know if White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre did or not. I do know from her first press briefing of the year that uh, she came armed with uh, new lies for the new year. Uh, Here's a sampling. Uh, Yesterday asked about uh, gas prices in the United States and where they are relative to when Joe Biden took office. I want to make note here, because this is important, uh, we've made significant progress in lowering the prices, uh, gas prices specifically. Prices are down nearly $2 uh, per gallon and are lower today than they were one year ago today, this very day. So we've seen a slight increase, yes, over the past week due to cold weather uh, that shut down some refineries, but those refineries are coming back online as some of you have reported, and President will continue to do everything he can everything to keep he lowering can. costs uh, for American families. That is a, a priority that you hear from him anytime he talks about the economy and, and how he wants to continue to lower costs for Americans. Once these refineries come back online, do you expect the gas prices to come back down? And, and the price of gas when the President came into office was $2.39 a gallon. I know, but I'm talking about one year ago, and that was one year ago was not when he came into office, right? I uh, see. Uh, Gas prices were way lower when he came into office, and she's like, yeah, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about one year ago. You know, gas was $5 a gallon. Yes, I know we were in office, but let's not talk about that. Now, what about other things that Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked? Uh, The southern border remains an ongoing crisis. Uh, I wonder if Joe Biden is doing everything he can down there. Does anybody around here think that the southern border is secure? What I can tell you is this is a president has been working since day one uh, to work on border security, uh, (laughs) to make an immigration a priority. That's why he put forth a comprehensive immigration uh, reform plan legislation. And here's here's the thing. As the president is coming forward and trying to come up with solutions, the difference here is that you have Republicans, as you know, who are doing political stunts. Mm. And, you know, and we've called that out over and over and over again. Mm. And the president is willing, Mm. is willing to work uh, with Congress, Republicans, Democrats, independents uh, to work on these issues that matter to the American people. Uh, But this is an issue that the president has taken very, very seriously since day one of his administration. Does anybody uh, very, very seriously since day one of his administration? Has he been to the border? Has he been to the border at all, like, since day one of his administration? He's been nope. In, Neither has, has Kamala. Has, has, that's was my next question. Like, yeah. he put her in charge of the uh, border. Uh, but it seemed to me if you're really taking it as seriously as you say, and you say you're taking it very seriously since day one, um, you would have visited it. I mean, a lot of people go down there to see firsthand how... Challenging it is for Customs and Border protect- Protection. 
Uh, Joe Biden has not been down there. So, of course, uh, this precipitated another question about uh, Joe Biden's border policies. Roughly 7,000 migrants crossing every day illegally. Does the White House believe the border is secure? Look, I've told you what we have done, what we have made this a priority uh, to make sure. Are they working? uh, To make sure that there's border security measures. Look, 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 here's the thing, Peter. The president has taken historic actions that no other president has been able to do. When you think about the 23,000 agents uh, that he has been able, uh, we have been able to put out there to deal with uh, the issue that we're seeing at the border. And that is something that he did without a lot of Republican support, right? Make sure that we are dealing with a real issue. When you think about uh, the smugglers, really putting a plan in place that we deal with the smugglers, right? And (laughs) we have to be very careful here. Here, Peter, and how we talk about this, oh, because yeah. if we talk about it in a way that is misinformation, then it helps the smugglers. Really? What? Um, Who wrote how, that for her? However, the however the uh, historic the actions have been, is that the standard? Have you ever heard anybody say, uh, "Hey, have you uh, like for instance with my kids?" Uh, I say. Uh, I don't say, have you done anything historic around the house today? I'll say, did you clean the house today? Have you done anything historic with the dishes? Have you washed the dishes? I don't really think the historic nature of whatever Joe Biden has done or hasn't done at the border is really the measuring stick. The measuring stick is, does it work? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking like the number of people I see teaming across the border, like uh, Black Friday at Walmart with, you know, 50-inch televisions on sale for $100. That's what the border looks like. The answer to the historic stuff working is a big, fat no. (laughs) But uh, she's holding on to the historic stuff and then the misinformation helping the smugglers. (laughs) Well, there must be a lot of misinformation out there. The misinformation is that the border is closed. That's the misinformation because the smugglers are getting reams and reams of people in, and this is not going to change because they don't want it to change. Now, they're not being held accountable on that, and that is certainly also true of our transportation secretary, who, like Corinne Jean-Pierre, is historic in his own right because Pete Buttigieg, of course, is gay. It's a good thing he is gay because that trumps his um, deplorable standing as a white male. Otherwise, he would not have a job in Joe Biden's administration but he is gay and uh it's a good thing he's gay because he's utterly inept at his job now we used to have a transportation secretary uh back in the day who was uh, chased from office forced to resign because he took a bunch of airline flights who that were um well private planes Uh, that's frowned upon as the transportation secretary, because you should be taking, you know, the nation's air travel opportunities so that you could evaluate them and figure out whether they are working. Private planes are frowned upon. That transportation secretary's name was Tom Price. And Tom Price resigned following criticism of his use of private charter and military aircraft for travel. So that's something you cannot do unless you're gay. And Pete Buttigieg, who 
uh, is now been found out, traveled to Europe on a military aircraft to attend what? Like a state funeral of someone or uh, a key policy meeting. Maybe we're going to get like a discount on airplanes or we're going to get like answers to our uh, supply chain issues. No, no. Pete Buttigieg traveled to Europe on a military aircraft to attend the fifth Invictus Games. The Invictus Games. So he went over there on a on a on a getaway with his <clears throat> I'm going to throw up a little in my mouth here saying this, husband Chastin Buttigieg. According to an internal calendar reviewed by Fox News. Now, um this is only the latest instance of Pete Buttigieg traveling on private aircraft or military aircraft. Um, Will this lead to Pete Buttigieg being chased from office the way Tom Price, transportation secretary, was chased from office under Donald Trump? Uh, I'm going to say no. I mean, you can, you know, there's, uh, as you can tell from browsing any number of social media sites, gambling in the state of Ohio, sports gambling in the state of Ohio is now legal. So if you want to place a bet with any one of the myriad entities, there's got to be 15 or 20 of them, about Pete Buttigieg losing his job because he's been proven to travel on private aircraft and military aircraft like poor Tom Price, uh, you, can pe- you can bet that way. I'm just going to tell you, you're going to lose your money if you bet that way. Um, so Pete Buttigieg, let's see. Can we review his record? Baby formula shortage, that's on him. Uh, Ships stacked up in the L.A. Harbor, that's on him. Uh, six weeks maternity leave, even though, despite what the transgender folks will tell you, uh, Pete Buttigieg cannot chest feed his children, that's on him. And now private aircraft and military aircraft, which got his predecessor, or one of them, forced to resign. Life is good. If you are Pete Buttigieg. Well, what a crowning achievement this is for Governor Mike DeWine. The uh, Ohio population uh, decreased uh, by more than all but nine other states in 2022. People are moving out of our state, not at as high a rate in 2022 as in 2021. Uh, but um, though we are still the seventh most populous state in America with uh, just shy of 12 million residents, uh, we did lose over the last two years uh, 35,000 of our number. Now, why would that be? Oh, that is because uh, maybe you don't like the wokeness in the schools. Maybe you don't like the uh, lack of uh, jobs in the state of Ohio. Could be anything, but uh, you'd much rather be on the plus side of that ledger than the minus side. And we are not only on the minus side, we are very high up on the minus side. I would imagine that our friend Matt Mayer of Opportunity Ohio will have some thoughts on that when we visit with him tomorrow at 12.05. I want to thank Rob Walgate, American Policy Roundtable. He visited with us in that hour today, and also State Representative Gary Click, one of the good ones, and they are diminishing by the day as Gary Click stuck by his promise in November to vote for Derek Marin as Ohio House Speaker. Oh, by the way, um, 
Derek Marin did not win the House Speaker seat. Uh, Jason Stevens of Southern Ohio, uh, with help from um, henchmen like Jay Edwards of Nelsonville, uh, Jeff LeRae of Violet Township, John Cross of Kenton, Sarah Carruthers of Hamilton, uh, Al Catrona of Youngstown. Uh, Mr. Stevens is your new speaker. And uh, I don't know if they knew this or not, but in double-crossing Derek Marin, as bad as that is, uh, they did it to Derek Marin uh, one week after his father died. So, class all around on the part of the 22 Republicans who joined with 32 House Democrats, all 32, to vote for Jason Stevens as the new House Speaker. Now, uh, Allison Russo of Upper Arlington, who helped orchestrate this coup and who, you know, she's got to be feeling fantastic because while she and her ilk in the Ohio House comprise one-third of the House, uh, she managed to essentially pick the next Speaker of the House. But don't worry. She says that uh, this is just a grand coincidence that all 32 Democrats voted for Jason Stevens that there was uh, no agreement to do so prior to the vote. She said there was, and I quote, according to the Toledo Blade, no grand deal with Mr. Stevens. As she said, the decision to vote as a caucus occurred only about one hour before the floor vote. Wow. Um, If you believe that, there is uh, oceanfront property in Pataskala that can be had for a song. Yes, I am disgusted by it. Yes, you should be disgusted by it. If one of your representatives is one of the 22 who voted for Jason Stevens, um, you should do everything you can to find a better alternative in the Republican primary in 2024. Stevens, my fear is, will be the Ohio House Speaker for the next six years. That's how long it is before he's term limited out. So while you heard in the aftermath of the November midterm elections that Ohio and Florida, look at Ohio and Florida, uber conservative states. Well, not if your elected representatives don't vote for conservative agenda items like the backpack bill, like bills to keep teachers from indoctrinating kids in LGBTQ evil. And transgender lunacy. And Jason Stevens will not do that. He will not stand with you as a conservative voter in the state of Ohio. He will stand with the uh, lobbyists. He and his uh, fellow henchman partner in crime, Jay Edwards, who was an associate of Larry Householder, who will be going on trial soon, by the way. You know, the Democrats like to point out that Larry Householder is a Republican. Look, evil, evil, Larry Householder. You know how Larry Householder got to become Speaker? With Democratic support. That's how he got to become Speaker. So the next time you hear Democrats talk about, oh, Larry Householder is an evil Republican, well, he wouldn't have had the power that he had to allegedly, reportedly steal tens of millions of dollars and commit fraud without support from Ohio Democrats. And that is where we are. Now, the uh, 
Twitter files have been ignored by the mainstream media, reported by conservative media. The latest edition of the Twitter files shows something that I think we all knew this, but wasn't proven until Matt Taibbi exposed it in the latest Twitter thread. Representative Adam Schiff of California made repeated requests to Twitter to suspend certain accounts. Oh, yes. Shifty Schiff, the man who had the proof, the goods, on Donald Trump. The walls were closing in. Except he didn't have it. Was regularly contacting Twitter to remove any and all content, what Taibbi referred to as an astonishing variety of requests asking for individuals they did not like to be banned. Gee, I would think that an elected representative in the United States of America would be aware of a little thing called the First Amendment. But apparently Adam Schiff, if he's aware of it, didn't want to give it any heed because he was frequently contacting Twitter to not just remove accounts of people who were criticizing him, because, I mean, you know, there'd be very few people left on Twitter if everyone who criticized Adam Schiff or thought he was a doofus was to be taken off Twitter. No, Adam Schiff was ordering Twitter to take down accounts of people who were criticizing members of his staff. Wow! That's uh, super thin skin. Now, Twitter responded to one such Schiff request by saying, we don't do this. And then in the next day or so, that Twitter user that Schiff wanted banned was miraculously banned. Probably a big coincidence, I would imagine. Don't you? Yes, probably had nothing to do with Adam Schiff's request that the person be banned. Do you have confidence we'll get to the bottom of this? I mean, right now they're voting on Speaker of the House. Kevin McCarthy's up, and and the same people that have denied him the speakership yesterday are going to deny him the speakership today. I don't know how this all shakes out. I don't know if Kevin McCarthy should be Speaker of the House. I mean, it feels to me like this is kind of the reverse of Ohio. Like in Ohio, we had a conservative speaker. We backdoored him to put in a squish, a phony Republican, Jason Stevens. In Washington, it looks like McCarthy may be the squish, may be the phony guy, the guy who's not standing up. I don't blame him for not acceding to the demand that he would be removed as speaker if one congressman stood up and opposed him. But some of the things that he refuses to do, maybe he should consider doing them. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.